What's up, peeps? My name's Jeff, and you're listening to Jeff Relax Man, the podcast where you Brits get to learn about the commotions of Zimbabwe. Yes, that is in Africa. No, it's not South Africa. And for the Zimbos listening, you guys get a taste of England life, where, believe it or not, everything actually works here. Join me as I navigate life as a homo, sapien, because I'm not gay. You're all gay. Lol. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, peeps. How are we all doing today? I uh, hope you guys are well, because I am not. I've had a bit of a nightmare this morning. Me and Cal were coming to the office, put all our stuff down, and we thought, should we go to Gales and get a nice coffee? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's go. I got a cappuccino. Cal got a cappuccino as well, but with skinny milk, whatever that is. Trust me, this is a crucial part to the story. So we go back up to the office, sit down. Cal heads off for a chat with another guy in the office. And I notice there's two coffees sitting on my desk. It's like, okay, I'll try mine, try his, see if I can tell the difference. And I take a sip of this coffee. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that is not right. I know you had skinny milk, but it should not be tasting like this. It was Lumpy and sour as fuck. I immediately just started retching and gagging because I've just drunk coffee that had been on the desk for at least a week. It was so thick and off. It was horrendous. I'm so I'm gagging, poking, and this dog is looking at me. He's got a little puppy, Fifey. She's just staring at me like, what the hell is going on? Because Chanda is about to come up. I'm looking around the room, holding my mouth, like, what the hell can I throw up in? I'm like, come on, Jeffrey, stop. Do not, do not, Chanda, please. I'm like, nope, it's coming. Chanda, a little bit of my mouth. Sorry. Thinking about it, it's making me wood. I think that just shows you how weak my stomach is. I can't even talk about it. Oh. And I'm looking around where I can chander. A bit comes up. I'm like holding it in my mouth. And I feel like I can't swallow this. More is going to come up. So I'm like, I can't do it in the bin. Can't run out to like the main room because everyone's going to see me basically throw up everywhere. So I open the cup and just re-vomit back into this coffee. Oh, and luckily it was not last because I... I'm so grateful I had not eaten anything yet that day. So my stomach was empty. Otherwise, it would have been a whole different situation. If you've ever done that, you know the struggles of drinking old coffee. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. I should have known, obviously, by feeling it, that it was cold. Anything to get a nice coffee. But yeah, so that happened this morning. Still feeling a bit crazy, as you can tell. But all in all, it's been a pretty good week for me. I went to my first ever networking event. I was invited by an old school friend who works for this company. And I'm not sure if she just saw that I've started a podcast or she sent it to a whole bunch of people she knew because we haven't spoken in a couple of years. But yeah, she invited me to this event and I was like, yeah, sure, you know what? That'll be quite fun. I've just started a podcast. Why not? Um, it was a pretty great event, made some cool contacts, basically, which is some 
pretty exciting news for the podcast. They've just finished doing up a recording studio. So hopefully this is going to be the next big step with our, with the Jeffrey Laxman, bringing the audio to video as well. I might see if I can go in an actual studio and get the podcast filmed and put on YouTube and you guys can watch it. And because there'll probably be more mics and stuff, I will be having my first couple of guests. So I don't know. It's very early stages. Just had a little chat. It is a potential for something that we can, that I can do. Probably we'll start off with having a new guest once every three, four weeks. Because I'm not going to lie, that shit is expensive to hire out a studio room. But let's hope, because I know the guy I can wangle myself a little deal. But let's get straight into it. I've had so many people messaging in about what it was like for me in high school. So I've got a story for you guys. This one's called the Tour de Falcon. The Tour de Falcon is obviously, you know, the Tour de France, a massive cycle race. And this event is hosted by our school that we get all the students, even the teachers. You can get friends from other schools, your family even, to participate in this long-ass cycle race. You kind of, you can do it in groups of four, so you each have, you know, to do a quarter of the way. Yeah, it's just a really good time to, like, see your friends, your family, bring them to the school, and just have a chill day with everyone. Oh my god, was this probably the worst school day I've ever had in my entire life. The seniors will try and find any tiny reason to punish you. And... Leaving the lights on in your dormitory when so when you're not in there. Yeah, obviously the environment, I get it. But back then, the environment was not that big a thing as it is now. So occasionally people forget, we leave the lights on. But it happened earlier in the day. We got a warning. And it happened again. And one of the Form 2s went and snitched on us to their dorm monitor, who was an upper six. And he decided to absolutely ruin that day for us he basically gave us you know what this is the second time you guys have done this today it's time for punishment but not even giving us a day or fatigue mentioned those in the last podcast if you haven't listened to it go listen to it i think it was actually episode four military style boarding school so go listen you'll figure out what those are um he was like nah fuck that you guys have done this twice now we've told you this fucking dickhead, sorry, but asshole, gives my entire dormitory, we have to write 500 lines. We all know the punishment of lines, you know. I promise I will not leave the lights on again. I'm very sorry, whatever. We had to do that 500 times. And I think he gave us like a two or three hour time limit. But... Obviously, there's, there's the little hack of writing I, 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 all the way down the page. Will, 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 down the page. You get it. But to stop that, he said, I want you to write out the entire sentence, turn the page upside down, and rewrite the sentence. And you have to do that 500 times in two hours. And if a single person does not, you know, hand in their punishment... I'm setting a timer now. You're going to have to do it again. And I think we ended up doing that about three or four times because I'm not going to lie, I'm not a fast writer. I think one of them I actually failed in. So, yeah. 
It was so unrealistic. So many of us just could not do it in time. So we spent the entire day, which was supposed to be the best day of the year, writing lines. Honestly, at the end of it, I was, a few of us were actually crying. I was on the phone to my dad being like, "Um, you know when you're so frustrated because it's not like, okay, do this punishment, you can go out. He was like, nah, you guys are form ones, you're shit. Like, I don't give a shit about you. Fuck you. What an asshole. Literally, I still hate him to this. I don't hate him. I hate him to this fucking day. Because he was literally my, um, shit, what's the word? So I was like his skivvy for him. So, you know, I would polish his shoes, make his bed in the morning, make sure his room's tidy. And then he would kind of look after me a little bit. And you kind of had each, like, upper six had their study boy, I think they were called who you do everything for them and they kind of you know looked after you a little bit gave you food and toasties which were like a gold dust in school uh poloni and cheese toasty with sweet chili if you had one of those everyone was your best friend but yeah i ended up calling my dad being like i was in hysterics i was crying i think even my dad got a little bit upset because he did not like seeing me so upset i'm pretty sure he told me on the phone he's like take the phone and go give it to him. I want to talk to him. And I was like, no, absolutely not. You will ruin my life if you get involved in this. And I was not prepared for that. But yeah, so from then on, we all just hated this dude. Because he was fucking shit. If you guys have listened to the fourth episode and don't follow the Instagram, go and check it out. The page is Jeff Relaxman. All one word, but spelled G-E-O-F-F relax man because an old sick former of mine actually sent in photos of what the dorm raids actually looked like and how they went down i forgot to add that we also tied our towels with massive knots at the end and beat each other up if you go look at the photos you'll see one of the guys got caught by the form two and ended up in a fucking headlock yeah so it was quite nice that he sent those in Should we get into some England stories then? These are definitely not as crazy. But the other day, I was working in the shed with my dad. We kind of rent out this little space in this massive farming warehouse shed to do all our paint decorator work that we don't do on site. And my dad says, you know, bring the vacuum over. that just need to clean up some of the sawdust and whatever. So I bring it over. I'm like lifting up, you know, the long hose thing. And a rat literally jumps out of the end of this hose and runs along the floor. Honestly, I scream like a little girl. <laughs> so I drop the hoover and literally like another three rats come running down this tube out. I'm jumping up and down trying to like, normally they run up to you and like try and climb up you. That's just what they do. And my dad's trying to stomp on these rats going, Gonzo, 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 which means rat and Shana. And he's trying to stomp for them. I'm just trying to jump and get out the way. Another like three rats come running out. Absolute chaos. And eventually we're like, okay, I think there's no more rats inside there. So we open up the vacuum and they had completely chewed up every single, like the vacuum cleaner bag, the filter that stops all the dust going through the vacuum and it sucks. So yeah, the vacuum cleaner was a bit fucked. We had to buy, we have to buy new bags and filters or whatever but yeah so these rats have basically made a nest in the vacuum cleaner there must have been about six or seven of them 
I think it just shows how much of a pussy I've become since moving to England. Because in Zim, we had, we didn't have mice like you do here. We had rats. One of the rats we had were cane rats. And if you're not familiar with them, they are the size of, they're probably bigger than the Jack Russell. Like we had two Jack Russells when I was living in Zim. And these rats were bigger than our dogs. And they used to run along the top of our walls. In Zim, we have, you know, massive walls surrounding your property. It's not like England where you have a little fence or not even no gates, no walls, no fences. And we used to try and shoot them with the pellet guns when they were running across the across the wall. And our dogs would go ballistic, just barking, trying to climb up the wall to eat these rats. And one time the rats literally started chasing my dogs. Because they're like, the rats are like, what are you going to do, you shit? I'm bigger than you. You ain't going to do nothing. And then my dog starts running away, crying, like, you know, when they scream or whatever they do. So yeah, how am I scared of a little mice when we used to deal with fucking cane rats? I will put a photo up on the Instagram so you can actually see the size comparison and what they actually look like. Because they literally look like devil creatures. I want to know if this is an England story or if my auntie's actually just crazy because she and her family visited Zimbabwe. They came to see us for the first time. I don't know, it must have been about 2013, 2014. And she loves to bake and I like to bake at that point. So I was like, yeah, I'll help you. We're making a cake. And after buttering the tray, I saw her rubbing her hands with the butter. I was like, what are you doing? So like, butter's really good moisturizer. So she like rubs a bit of it on her hands. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so like a couple of weeks later after she left, I kind of remembered this. So I decided to go to the fridge and take an entire tub of butter. I literally finished this thing, rubbing it all over my body, my legs, my arms, my tummy, my face. I was covered head to toe in butter. My mom gets home from work. She's like, you fucking stink. She didn't swear at me because I was a kid, but she's like, you stink. Like, why do you stink? You smell like rancid butter. <laughs> so I ended up telling her. She's just like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. All it does on your skin is just go rancid and probably give you, like, make you break out and stuff. So it took a couple of baths to just get all oiliness and butter off me. But yeah, let me know if this is an English thing that people do or if Marty's crazy. Because, yeah. I think my mom was also mad because butter in Zem was expensive as fuck. And it was like $10 for a little tub. Clearly things are just hard to get there. I don't know what my thing is with butter. Because as a child, <laughs> I have this one vivid memory when I was about four. I loved the taste of butter. It's weird now because... I hate the taste of butter. Um, maybe I like some Bovril toast. I'll have a bit of butter. But otherwise, sandwiches that aren't toasted, I hate butter. But I ended up getting up middle of the night while everyone was sleeping. I snuck to the kitchen and got the tub of butter. I went and hid behind the TV. And I just sat there with a spoon eating the butter. And my dad comes in like 10 minutes later. He's like, what are you doing? And I kind of peer out from behind the TV. I'm like, I'm eating butter. She's like, go put it back and go to bed. Yeah, I don't know why. I just like butter at that point. 
That's probably why I don't like it now, because I just overdid it as a kid. We are now going to move on to questions of the week. If you've been following the Instagram, the questions of the week are, how did your friend become your enemy? We've got a couple writings, which are quite good. Yeah, so let's start us off. My ex used to be close friends with a girl that I really got along with. The reason they were so close was honestly because they went off to smoke weed together daily in college. I got close to her nearer the end of my relationship and she helped me through that. I ended it with my ex because it was just not working out, even though I still wanted it to. Because she was close with him and me, I spoke to her almost every day and thought she was so kind for being so helpful and caring. I expressed to her how much I missed my ex and she knew how hurt I was. Turns out, after me and my ex broke up, they were sleeping together. I was so angry, I asked to meet her in in the college canteen and had a huge go at her. Everyone was looking, it looked like a scene from Love Island or something and I honestly thought about slapping her. But then I rationalised the fact that I needed to do my A-levels and wasn't about to get kicked out. She then, a few weeks later, had the audacity to come to my birthday party with my ex as a couple. She sure became my enemy. Oh. See, I don't know, because it happened, right? You're kind of starting to move past it. And then they have the audacity to come to your birthday party together. Oh my god, actually, this happened to me before. (laughs) I'm not going to tell that story because I don't want to get in trouble with anyone. But that has happened to me, and I know how shit is. Your friend can, obviously not your friend anymore, but she can go to hell. Next one. So, my boss, in quotation marks, and I were really close. He knew I liked this girl, and he knew how much I liked her before when she had a boyfriend. So a month after her and her boyfriend broke up, he ended up telling her that he liked her. She then went on holiday for two weeks and came back and they'd been seeing each other secretly. So they went on a trip together. I somehow managed to put that together, that they actually went on this trip together. And I asked her, and she denied it at first. So basically, my boss is sleeping with the girl he knew I liked, and he knew my past. Especially for your boss to do that. She was probably like, ah, he's the boss, I want him instead. Probably makes more money. (laughs) I obviously don't know who this is. All these Brightons are completely anonymous. So please, please write in again and let me know what happened afterwards. Is he still your boss? Did you beef him? Like, what happened? I think we'd all like to know. The third and final one. So I've been dating this guy for over a year. Him and I had a close-knit friend group and one weekend I found out that one of my closest friends was getting with my boyfriend. So the guy and I broke up and I left them to do their thing. But this girl went around spreading rumours about me. So after that, I don't discuss her or even see her. She is one of my top enemies. That's so shit. That's why you should never ever date in your friend group because the incest just comes out, doesn't it? The friendcest. It always ends badly. You need to find someone in two completely different groups and then eventually your friends become their friends, etc. And let's hope that doesn't happen that's all i can say on that that sucks okay the people have decided last night i put something up on my story that i need your guys help with you guys had to vote on which new segment was going to come out first the two options were things that piss me off 
and Zim versus England, what's better? You guys have decided that things that piss me off is the winner. So that's going to be the first segment. So how it's going to go is two-week cycle, one week, things that piss me off. The next week, England versus Zim. The next week, things that piss me off and so on. But you guys wanted this one to go first, so let's get into it. These are a few things that really, really fucking piss me off. Firstly, let me just describe the scenario, the situation. You go to the bathroom, time to wash your hands. Turn on the tap, you go to put your hands under, but the tap is so fucking short, it barely reaches over the end of the basin, and you can't get your whole hands under there. You're literally sitting there trying to finger the little, you know, the overflowing drain hole, because your hands just can't fit. I hate it when your hands cannot fit in the sink when you're trying to wash them. I don't know why, it's always annoyed me, and I fucking hate it. Like, why not just make the tap an inch or two longer, then you can wash your hands properly. I'm not coming to wash my fingertips, coming to wash my hands. Fucking hell. You would think with today's engineering and ergonomics and anthropometrics that we learnt in fucking year 11 science and technology that that's something that would have been taken into consideration whoever does taps that are too short fuck you yeah fuck that fuck you sorry mum I will stop swearing the next one this happened again last night I ordered food because I was too lazy to cook anything and I purposefully did Uber Eats instead of Deliveroo why you ask? Because Deliveroo is everyone on bloody bicycles. The wait time is so much longer, so I go for Uber Eats, get a car to deliver it so it's hopefully quicker, and I go on the app, and guess what? Being delivered by the guy on a bicycle. Tell me that is not frustrating. I literally went out of my way to get a car so it would come quicker, and I still get a fucking bicycle. Fuck that. This next thing really pisses me off and actually makes me quite sad it hurts me when I'm you know I don't want to go to work in the morning and I tell Cal look I'm just so done I don't want to work anymore and he tells me come on get up you can do it seize the day whatever and says that he finds it attractive when someone works hard and has a career and puts effort into their life instead of saying to me oh it's fine baby you can you know don't worry I'll pay for you to do whatever you like. You can be a house husband, do lunches. Like, is that too much to fucking ask for? I just want to be someone who goes to lunch every day and does what I like. And it all gets paid for. Like, the audacity for him to say that to me. Come on, I can't be the only one. My mum did the same when I wanted to drop out of uni. And I was crying to her, being like, I hate this, I don't want to be here. And she was like, no, come on, knuckle down. Instead of being like, you know what, it's fine, drop out. Let's, you know, I'll look after you until you figure out what you want to do with your life. She tells me, no, you can't do that. Some people just have no, no empathy. Like, like you say you want somebody who puts in effort and I can show you just how much effort I will put in when I go to lunch. I will get fucking ribs, I'll get a burger, I'll get a, I'll even get a salad for you if that makes you happy. But I will put in effort. The last one is... When people can't make a cup of tea properly. More specifically, when they offer to make you a cup of tea, 
and it's not exactly how you like it. I actually want to throw that thing out the window. It's either cold, it's either too strong like builder's tea. I like weak baby tea, milky, but very hot. Yeah, I'll only drink like half a cup of tea. Tell me if I'm wrong, but the first three sips of your cup of tea are amazing. And then the rest of the t-shirt, I never finish my cups of tea. Because it's just cold at that point. Like, when you make someone a cup of tea, just ask them, how do you like it? Not sugar, milk, no, yes. Do you like it weak? Do you like it strong? And this is an unpopular opinion, but milk has to go fast. Milk before the water. Otherwise, the tea's too strong and it just tastes bitter. No? Yes. Love it. It's a bit cold now, so it's a bit shit, but... You get the idea. Tell me, send in, write in, I'll put a poll up on the Instagram. I can't be the only one who thinks these things. I think this is a universal... What everyone gets pissed off about. So... I will leave you with that. I hope I haven't angered anyone and got them all riled up and pissed off too by thinking about it. But I'll leave you with that. Yeah, that is the end of this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Please, can you like, follow, rate? Rate five stars if you're going to rate. If not, don't rate. You know, we still got our perfect five star rating, so please do not ruin that. It's like my pride and joy at the moment. Um... The podcast is actually doing all right, you know. I On Acast, I can see, you know, how many countries it's being listened to in. And we've gone up. We're up to 23 different countries. Like, that's insane. But a couple, like a week or two ago, I checked. And we were at, I think, 22 countries. A couple of days later, I checked it. And it had gone down to 21. And I couldn't understand why. Like, was it a glitch or... But I noticed country was missing. I can't remember which one. But I think because of the logo and the title about Jeff Relax Man, I'm not gay, you're gay. I think it's been banned in a country. Uh, I don't know which country, but yeah, I think I've been banned. So their loss, not mine. Maybe a little bit of mine because it's cutting out some listeners, but their loss. Yeah, follow the Instagram, Jeff Relax Man. Um, keep sending in your stories, please. As you can tell, it really helps the podcast out and makes it a bit more interesting. Ciao, ciao, bye. Have a good one.